I feel like we've done this before. I feel like I feel we've like done, we've done, this, done before. this before. Reboot from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, here in the game world is... Josh Schaefer. And we are going to be discussing a 1990s property that many of you probably forgot existed. I think it's 1990s. Uh, yeah, it was late, late 1990s is when it started. Anyway, a 1990s property that... I think it was like 94. Okay, so mid 1990 Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jesus. We are going to be this discussing a... This Y2K. Y2K was scary. <laughs> we are going to try and get through this fucking intro. We are going to be discussing a 1990s property that many of you probably forgot existed until we're going to say the name, and then you're like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Reboot. The show about characters living on a computer who have to save their city from intruding video games, and if they lose, parts of their city are wiped away forever. Really kind of dystopian, actually. Shit. Yeah. 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 Huh. I know, well, and I think dystopian is the way that it's supposed to play, but because it was picked up by, I want to say ABC for the first two seasons while it aired in Canada as well, uh, the tone had to be lightened to meet America's children's standards. And then the second ABC canceled it due to low ratings and it went back to uh, the just the CBC or whatever, uh, it got to play the, the tone that it actually was meant to play, which was much darker and much more dystopian. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I only saw clips of the third season and wow, that show got way darker and also way more serialized too. Yeah. So, it was super dark. Yes, yeah, super last dark. Two Things you probably didn't know if you were paying attention is that, even if you were paying attention, is that there was a fourth season that barely aired at all, I think produced like 10 years later. Uh, and then there was a live action, not quite reboot, but sort of reboot uh, on Netflix, The Guardian Code, which one of us at the booth has watched. I'm not the one of it. And the other will attest, is awful. It's, I don't even know how to... Yeah, it's... It's just so bad. Well, the Guardian like, Code. Yeah, it's like they animated parts of the show and then tried to take those animated bits and, like, Power Ranger it with live-action segments. Yeah, I, I couldn't... And admittedly, I only watched the first 10-ish minutes of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe 15. Yeah. And I tried watching it with my daughter, who also thought I was stupid. Yeah. So... And if it can't she, latch the her kids... Attention was yeah, her attention was, uh, like, maybe three minutes. She, I don't think she got through the intro. Yeah. yeah. It, but... If you can't hook yeah, the like, kitties to sell the toys, you're not doing your show properly. Yeah, like, if if it's 2018 and the CGI from the 1994 mo- or television show look better... I've heard like, that. Yeah. I've heard it actually like, look worse. Yeah. Which, that's fucking... Sad. Just reuse the models. You had to have them. Right? It was like the like, so goofy. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, so it's like the concept of it from the Guardian Code sounds like Power Rangers meets Tron in a computer that's been running since 1994. Which I feel bad for those kids because ooh, the processing power on that's going to be really bad at that point. Those parts have aged horribly. So obviously, I, I'm expecting we're going to ignore the Guardian Code. Uh, how would you, Josh, like to reboot, reboot for this week's reboot of reboot? Um, so 
I would say that not do it live action because the whole point of it was supposed to make it look futuristic, right? So yeah. I think leaving it inside of a like computer 3D animated type thing is perfectly adequate. Like there's so many CGI studios out nowadays that you don't need any live action. You can just do straight CGI. I mean, and if you need any uh, inspiration, you know, just watch, uh, was it Love, Death, and Robots? Yeah. Pick any of those studios, you'll be fine. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, like, I, I don't understand with the Guardian code why they would choose to put live action element into it because it doesn't, it doesn't translate very well. Because, like, the game stuff, like, in the outside world was always kind of like a... I don't want to say metaphysical, but I can't think of a better word for it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like a existential threat, almost. Yeah. They don't understand so, what this is coming from. They just blame it on, quote-unquote, the user, who's God, yeah. essentially. And they're, they're basically fighting their own religion. Exactly. So, just keep it simple. Um... Obviously, the voice actors are what carried the first one. Like the even when I was a kid, I was like, "All right, this animation's kind of boo boo." But yeah, um, yeah, going back and watching it, ooh, the animation's kind of rough. Yeah, but the story is so good, though. Mm -hmm. So you just need to find some good uh, voice actors. Um, obviously, Mark Hamill has to be Megabyte, the bad guy. Oh yeah. Like there's, and he can use his Joker voice. I don't mm -hmm. care. It's he doesn't really use the Joker voice anymore. I think he retired it. I know, yeah. but I'm hoping he brings it back. <laughs> Just for Megabyte. Just for Megabyte. Just for Megabyte. Which, I know so. this is off topic, but I gotta say, I really wish voice actors doing the Joker now for current DC products would stop trying to do their best Joker voice, because no one can do it the way Mark Hamill does, and it just sounds like you're trying too hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, Mark so, Hamill... I have to admit, you said don't do it live action, do the entire thing CGI, which I agree with 100%. The CGI should be better, and I mean, to Reboot's credit, it was the first fully CGI show ever done. So, while it looks a little rough, credit where it's due for being a pioneer, and it did get a little better looking over the course of its run as the processors got better and they kept updating their equipment. Still not fantastic by the end of Season 4, but you know, better. Yeah, um, yeah better. Uh, but the, the the thing that I thought of, and what this is completely off the wall, this is not a real suggestion, but you do the show in the style of Dogville, the Lars von Trier movie that's just basically a bunch of people on a, a plain black set, and then you say yeah. it's reboot. <laughs> all right. Like, go in the entire opposite direction, the dumbest thing. Oh my god, the user! And they all just act like a cube is coming down, and then... Like, they're pretending to try and be video game characters without you seeing anything. That would be... Uh, I, I can dig that. That'd be awful, and I would at least watch three episodes of that, I have to admit. <laughs> at some point, the joke would wear thin, and I'd be tired of it. But I would watch I would watch a little <laughs> while of that just to see it, and it'd be cheap to produce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Anyway, oh. go on, Josh. I don't remember. Well, you're casting Mark Hamill, and I think you're trying to explain what your actual story would be. Oh, um, the story would be, I think, uh, instead of um, 
like things that exist in the game maybe do it more of like a virtual reality so update a little a little bit and maybe make it so um, people are either stuck in the virtual reality world like maybe they died in while they were playing virtual reality or something so like their consciousness still exists in there but they don't really realize it so um, that might be a little bit too meta, but... No, it's, it's, um, it's much more Tron than the original one was. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think one of my big yeah. issues with it is that the whole point of playing a video game is that you beat the video game. Um, and while, of course, it's, it's expected that the computer cheats, plenty of people beat the video games they play. Like, we're not in the NES era anymore, or the SNES era when most games were too hard to beat. So the fact that the the characters in Reboot are trying to stop you from winning the game doesn't work as well now because game companies aren't designing games purposely tweaked to make you lose as often as possible. So, like, the intent of that has to be different. Instead of, like, losing their town if the game wins, maybe it's more like parts of their town get deleted if if, if the user isn't able to save their town from the threat that gets dumped in the middle of it. So they're actually there actively trying to help instead of hinder yeah you can also do it something too where it's like uh like they're in like a world of warcraft-esque type of society so like you'll have npcs just come up and try to kill them all the time yeah. or not npcs but player characters well I it's kind was... of something like free guy but i haven't seen that yet so i'm not sure how close that is and there was like there was a couple of characters that were kind of dumb on the show if i remember correctly and those could be like the npcs you have to take on fetch quests where the ai is always so poorly coded yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was... Uh, I can't remember what their names yeah. were, though. But I remember Probably. there were some goofy characters where it was, like, clearly for the children's. Yeah. It was it was, it was, was the 90s and about computers, so they were probably called, like, Bit and Bite or something. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the characters was, uh, was, like, Killo or something. There's, there's a lot of stuff that was very, very obviously yeah, designed after... Huh? Kilobyte dot matrix was the lead yep. woman, which no one's gonna get that reference now. Who has a dot matrix anymore? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You de- you have to update the terms at the very minimum. But it is it is that, that that interesting thing of you could work within the confines of as you were saying an MMO or an MMO connected world and actually doing it as an MMO instead of a uh, computer is more interesting because then it's like trying to save the server. And not just your own personal computer, which was, again, a really weird solution. Reboot just feels like it needed to wait 20 years in a way. Yeah. So, after we're talking about this, do you think that maybe Wreck-It Ralph was the reboot of Reboot? It has its own vibe to it that's similar, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when you were talking, I was like, this sounds like Wreck-It Ralph, but with extra steps. (laughs) But only the first record, Ralph, because the second one was trash. It had its moments, but yeah, did it, it was a little disappointing. Did, did yeah. it have its moments? I like, think there were a couple points that made me go. <laughs> don't don't get like okay. I liked the awful GeoCities reference when they followed the bottom of the internet. That was amusing, uh, and I thought mm-hmm. Teen Girl Squad Disney Princesses was great, but they should have been in their own movie. Yeah, yeah. I was actually kind of mad that they didn't get a spinoff for that. Yeah, no, no, no. Teen Girl Squad Disney Princesses is a movie I would actually watch. 100%. Mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph 3 is a movie I would not watch. Mm-hmm. 
Probably yeah, it, not. It lost, it, it lost all goodwill with me. And that's sad because that first movie is fantastic. I love the first movie. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch the third one still probably because you might it might be like a Toy Story situation where the first one's really good and then the second one you're like, wait, what? Who doesn't like Toy Story 2? I don't know. It's, it's not the worst one according to... Uh, what's it called? Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. I, like... I, I know a lot of people are all for, like, three and four, but I really felt like the story for those movies was good at one and two. Yeah. I liked all of them, for the most part. But reboot. I mean, we're, we're in the same genre. Video game characters that actually think they're real. Reboot, Wreck Ralph, Toy Story, even to a certain extent. Because, you know, it's the same general DNA is there. The yeah. secret lives of characters when you're not looking at them. Um... But I like the idea of taking that to an MMO. I think that's really good. I think setting it so that there are actually uh, NPCs that are tasked with helping the hero, not hindering them, updates the style of the gameplay to, to a more modern aesthetic for certain. Yeah. Um, you need to do a serialized storyline because you kind of feel like the NPCs have to level up alongside the character. You know, like almost like heroes in World of Warcraft or uh, Warcraft 3, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You see, you get what I'm saying. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down right there in the in the world of Azeroth. But mm. I, I guess my one fear is that if you tried to do reboot now, it would almost certainly take the Wreck-It Ralph route and would over-license in characters from other video games just for that, oh, oh for I sure. get this thing kind of riff. Yeah. There's something very pure about the original reboot in that it didn't ever do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you would almost have to not like. I don't. I don't think it could work with that unless it's like a side joke or something. Maybe mm-hmm. it was like, oh no, someone bought premium content or something like. Yeah, yeah. You'd pretty much you'd have to do like Netflix producing it to avoid having like any other brands show up because Netflix has brands, yeah. but they're not really brands that would cross over into the show. And helpfully, Netflix currently has the rights to reboot. Uh, at least for another few years, I'm going to assume. Um, but yeah, you'd want a produ- producer like that that doesn't have ties to like Disney or something so that it doesn't become a, a licensed mess of a show. Yeah. But that I mean, you can be also... super. You can be super extra and just have a reboot MMO. <laughs> just not even do it as a TV show, just literally do it as an MMO, and then you have like yeah. Dot Matrix and Bob just show up. Yeah, and you just do mini games. That's all it was. Like, yeah. they just so, played stupid like games, right? So, did you literally just turn reboot into Neopets? I did. Oh, <laughs> it works. Cause Neopets is reboot. I, I, I see it, and I hate it, and I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> and with I that... just came to the natural inc- or conclusion you of uh, reboot. You did. You took it all the way past the point that I wanted to go into someplace even worse. Yeah. And, and then you learn, like, later on, Enzo is actually just an NFT. God damn it. You're welcome. <laughs> and with that, you've been listening to an awful reboot of a fantastic 90s show that's probably too hard to watch now, even though we all have rose-colored glasses for it. That show would be Reboot. I am Mike Finkelstein, desperately trying not to become a Neopet. Josh Schaefer, desperately trying to become a Neopet. (laughs) 
And we will see you next time, assuming you download the NFT.